Real Talk listeners, welcome back. You know what? We are doing a new series as usual. We have a series going on. I know we talked a little bit about how we are going to do a couple episodes on just some random things. But this episode and some of the following are going to be a little bit more about what's going on positive around the world. This one obviously is called Did You Know? So we're going to talk a little bit about stuff about us and what's going on and what we have to offer. And then the next couple episodes, we're going to talk about who does it well, who's doing some different categories well, what are we seeing, what trends are we seeing, and how can you incorporate it in your role, your organization, or for you yourself, if you're just an employee listening to the podcast. So Michelle, did you know, like, this is our episode right now, super excited. Like, let's talk about us. We don't talk about us enough. Like, there's a lot going on with real talk, real talent. I mean, we've been gaining followers on social media and with our podcast, I feel like weekly. So like, I would say that's going well. But what don't we know? What's going on with you, Michelle? You know what? I was thinking about this a few nights ago. So I'm really glad that we jumped into this episode. So one of our listeners, John, reached out to you and said, hey, happened to disagree with you on this. And I was like, oh my God, I love it. And in that moment, I realized probably part of my mistake. So let's talk about Real Talk and what's going on with Real Talk right now. We are increasing with users or with listeners, which is great because you're going to get some free advice, whether you're a, a business owner, a leader, or an employee within an organization that could help you depending on the topic. But I realized that somewhere early on, I made a comment and it sort of stuck around where I was like, listen, this is my opinion, get over it. And I really want to take it back. And I want to take it back publicly right now. There's nothing in the world that I like more than debating with people, which you and I both do, which is why we always position ourselves to be able to take the other stance in most situations. And it's not just the thrill of the argument, even though there is like a bit of an adrenaline rush when you get to disagree with somebody. What I found in my life is that my greatest personal growth has happened when someone was willing to take an opposite opinion of mine on a hard topic. And I know when I talk about personal growth, you know, I'm talking about those things that we don't always bring up on this call, but it leads to, that's when some of my greatest professional growth happens as well. It's when someone can challenge me to stop. I know in several episodes, I've talked about some of my favorite coworkers through the past. I've mentioned people like Brandon or Catherine or Sarah. I mean, I can keep going on or Sharon, right? And they're all people that I've worked with in the past who were willing to plant their flag from their point of view. And because of that, we were able to both grow to a better place. So with the podcast, what we're hoping for is more feedback like that from John. And when we get it, guys, we're going to reach out and ask you to show up and be a part of it and share your perspective. You mean we're bringing John on this podcast who is going to debate with us? We are absolutely bringing John on the podcast. (laughs) 
Yes, super excited about that. I think um, if you don't know, he will be on in a couple episodes. So stay tuned for that. But, you know, I think we do learn and grow. I think we could have so many people that debate every topic with us, which is interesting. But employee engagement is something we're totally passionate about. So watch out for an employee engagement series. But I think we constantly learn as well. Like, it's interesting because there's so many things that keep evolving. And I saw an article that's like, hey, your employee handbook from last year is not going to be the same as it is this year. People and companies are changing so many things. People went to a remote workforce. Now, literally, if you go onto LinkedIn or any job board, there's more hybrid than anything. So people are starting to come back into the office in certain countries. So things are constantly moving and shaking, and we're trying to keep up with the time. So our stances are also kind of just, I mean, we're learning as things are going, and we're changing our opinions as well as things continue evolving. And definitely growing as we do it. In fact, we've had some incredible opportunities over what's it been probably five months since we did our last recap, maybe about four or five months. Yeah. Since we talked about us at all. And those are usually the shortest episodes, but we've had incredible opportunities to help organizations launch procedure processes, help organizations launch software that makes learning easier. We've been able to jump into leadership development, which it's clear based on all of our podcasts is definitely a passion. For me, we've been able to really jump into those and help organizations either establish from the ground or enhance what was already there. Yeah, I think it's important. I mean, you're taking a look right now real time and you'll probably like, if you're listening to this years down the road, you'll be like, oh, let me Google what time of, uh, you know, they were recording this podcast. But right now, like leadership development is critical and how you set up your business and set it up for success is also critical. If you take a look right now, Amazon and Starbucks are unionizing. That's a result of people not feeling heard or not getting the benefits or items that are important and critical to them as employees within an organization. I think that, you know, obviously giving a foundation is super critical and super important for businesses. So I know we're not here to talk about negative things today, but we're here to talk about like, these are important things that we're working on that really help impact businesses in a positive way to have a positive trajectory and impact on their employees. You know, the reality is, and it's nothing that you did as a leader or a business owner. One of the best comments we've ever talked about as a consultant is one that we stole from a friend of ours who is also a consultant, Michael. One of his clients basically came to him and said, I feel like you're calling my baby ugly. Like she had this really solid business that she had been running for 15 years and she had run it with profit and some growth and increased ventures along the way. So she'd clearly been successful with a staff of about eight to 10 people. And the way Michael tried to explain it to her is, no, there's nothing ugly about your baby. Your baby's amazing because it made it this far. But now your baby is leaving the nest, right? Your baby's, it's time for your baby to go to college and step it up a notch. And this is where you probably want to step back and have a different perspective come in. If you think about it, for those of you that do have or know of children that are on their way to college, that's a hard moment in a parent's life is 
to recognize your child is living the life of an adult, even though they still feel like a child and probably at times act like a child, right? But that's the point is you need a friend to come in and say, hey, this can be rough. Here's how you can get through it. Schedule a call with them every Sunday before they start back the next week. That's what we do as consultants. So this isn't us coming in and saying, you haven't done a great job. It's you acknowledging, hey, I have poured my heart and soul into this business. It was small enough that all of our processes and procedures and our policies were really just word of mouth. They were homegrown. Everybody understood it because we were all on the same page. But now I'm trying to elevate to the next level. And that really does mean that you've got to put some structure in place because even in situations where you have a small group, everybody's interpretation is a little bit different. So just by getting it on paper doesn't mean you become this rigid, over-organized entity. It just means that you as the owner takes a stand and says, here's who we are and this is the way we behave if you work here. And for us, it's not just interesting to be a part of that. It's actually exciting when you can be a part of that in multiple conversations. And it goes back to that debating topic as well. We don't have to debate, but being able to do that for multiple companies, we get to grow every time and offer even more advice to our newer clients that we've learned from the past. I think what you mentioned is critical because right now you're working obviously with a client and you are obviously learning a lot. And it's interesting. We always get these new clients and we're like, wow, like I can't even imagine how people feel when they're in a place where they don't even know where to start. But, you know, for us, it just comes naturally. And so being able to help support our clients and being able to help support and set up organizations for success is truly incredible. And it's very rewarding. I know people say like HR is a little bit challenging. It can be. You and I have both been there in the pandemic phases as well. But there's so much, you know, reward to be able to help people see a project or a situation through to success. So super exciting. Absolutely. And then there's the leadership piece. You know, I think with hybrid situations popping up everywhere, more and more, what you're going to need to do is find different ways to work. And then that means you're going to have to find different ways to train people because if being different, they're going to train different. So I think all three of us, we found our start in the world of learning and development and sort of ventured out into every other aspect of HR because it was so engaging. But Because of that extensive background in learning and development, we can really bring the idea of remoteness and interaction to reality. And so being able to work with organizations who are prepared to continue to implement really strong leadership programs, regardless of the geography or the working nature of their employees, It's amazing to see groups that are that prepared to step in and do what's right for their employees. It's incredible. What they can do and step up is huge. And like you said, the 
The hybrid piece is one aspect. We could actually have a whole episode on that and we might as organizations are continuing to evolve hybrid, but these are all critical points that organizations focus on. For sure. So we have anything new coming up, like from a learning and development perspective, let's talk about in three buckets. Okay. Let's look at HR. Let's look at organizational development. And then we're going to pull that off a little bit into OD. In a lot of companies, your OD, L&D may be the same topic. You may not have OD, which means that your HR and your L&D team share that. So your HR pockets or specialties may be a little bit different, but in general, there's a few buckets that they go into that we feel pretty confident about. So from an HR perspective, I always like to tell our clients that if we can manage HR in California, we can manage HR anywhere. Fair statement? Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Between California and New York, which happens to be two of the most progressive states when it comes to employee expectations, and we happen to have support in both of those states. Mm -hmm. So from an HR perspective, we are literally, you name it, we are here for it. Whether it is helping you establish those policies and procedures, which we've had great opportunities to do recently. But also, even if it's helping to develop your team, a lot of HR departments are trying to move towards business partner relationships where the HR support teams are there to help leaders get better, not just to hold all of the responsibility from an HR perspective. But the truth is, it takes a slightly different skill set to go from being an HR administrator or an HR generalist focused on a little bit of everything to move into that space where your job is to indirectly coach and develop your business partner. It's a weird sort of space to be into because not only do you not have positional power, like you're not their boss, but you are technically seen as their support partner, that you're there for them, which in our opinion, you've heard us say this, the fact that we would be willing to coach you and help develop you is a clear sign that we are in this for you. But it's a hard role to move someone into if they don't have previous business partner experience. The entire conversation with their business partner will change based on the intent of their role. If the intent is to solve a problem for them, the questions become very focused on factual. If the problem is to build a relationship, the questions still become very factual, but you may step them back a few levels to get a bigger picture before you dig into those details. So even having had the opportunity to train some folks to move into that more consultative role has been an incredible highlight of my career. Yeah, I mean, business partner is a huge role within organizations being in a consultative as well as obviously strategic role, but really focusing on the priorities within the business, that's huge. For me, it's mainly getting people out of the pandemic as well and helping people kind of elevate their businesses and their policies to continue movement and alignment 
within the organization to this hybrid model, maybe fully back into the office one day kind of situation. So there's a lot from an HR perspective, as well as elevating people's benefits. I think you're taking a look at it across the board when people want more than what they've received in the past, mental health solution apps, things like that as well as time off, which that's a whole nother conversation as well. This is one of those places where, whether it is, you know, like you said, Maria, kind of that defining policies to go back to work, if you will, as well as how our benefits or change as a result of what do we want to change to be more attractive to our current and our future employees. This is one of those places where it just makes sense to me that you would raise your hand because unless you have an HR background, particularly in the last one in benefits and comp, this is one of those places where it's absolutely okay to say, "Mm, not my skill set. Let me call in Hail Mary, get somebody else to come help me because that's not my thing. Because particularly when you talk about comp and benefits, even within the world of HR, there are a lot of HR professionals who will gladly step back and say, let's hire a cop person or let's hire a benefits specialist because there is so much that goes into it. There's so many legalities behind it. So just talking about the state's laws in particular, and if you are in multiple states, that becomes more complicated because you have to decide, are you going to manage it based on the state's expectation or define a company expectation? Like there are so much involved But on top of that, you need someone who knows all of the latest, greatest information. And if you're like me, Mr. Mrs. Business Owner, I guarantee you are, you do not have all day to be researching the latest trends in benefits and comp. However, a person that specializes in benefits and comp, that's what they do. So they have that knowledge for you. So it's a great place to really dig in and get resources so that you can offer the best solution to your employees, one that is right for them and right for your business. Totally. Yeah. I agree. So let's talk about some of our OD stuff. There's some really cool things happening. Yeah, I'm excited about the products we have to offer. Our organization, our company, Real Talent, is certified in Firewalks. Like, how cool is that, Michelle? That's incredibly exciting. Talk about team building, bringing your leaders together, like that creates a next level of camaraderie. It's interesting. I've been in classrooms before where different activities or situations have been set up to try to force trust within a group. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. It really depends on the group. But here's the thing when it comes to things like firewalking, that team building This has always been my philosophy about teams, right? You will never, ever truly be invested with a group of people until you care about that group of people. If that's too touchy-feely for you, I know that early in the year, I talked about love being my word of the year. But if care about them is too touchy-feely for you, then add professionally care about them. But you have to be invested in them in some way. You have to know what's going on with them. You have to care what matters to them. And when you become invested in another person, that's really when the teamwork clicks and people start to step up for each other. And it's environments like firewalking and not just 
the act of walking across the fire, even though that's incredibly cool. <laughs> but the entire piece that surrounds that, from the discussions to the debrief, to the aftermath of what happens when you make it through, all of those things help people start to share authentically with each other, which is that first step to really creating great teams. Any company can really do this. I have a friend that works in the medical field. I'm like, um, who needs it more now than anybody, right? Essential workforce, like let's do a firewalk with some essential workforce people. Like that would be so cool. What would be incredibly cool even if you had to do it like on a rotating schedule, because you obviously if we're talking medical professionals, you can't afford to have them all leave at the same time. It was like a two-day event where half a group varied comes one day, half a group varied comes for the next event. That firewalk team building combined with maybe interlacing some serious recognition and thanks from the greater organization, that would be an incredible event to just step up and say, we know we don't do it often. Most of us don't because we don't have a lot of time to do it. We're busy, especially if you're essential. So that was not me calling anyone out. (laughs) If you are in the medical field, you're busy right now. But that's just that chance to step back and do some recognition and some thanks. Give them a chance to really take a breather and then create it all centered around some more teamwork elements. We also have things like, obviously we're certified in a lot of different products, DISC and Hogan, which is great. And then career aptitude tests. So like, you know, how you're going to function when you get in as an employee within your peers, that's huge. Um, Not career aptitude, but um, obviously your candidate profile and how you are as an employee. So, you know, some of those are some really great products that people at any company can really obtain from us, whether or not you just want it sent to you reporting-wise or you actually want us to come in and facilitate any sort of conversation. So super exciting products that we are offering this year and really going to be elevating with our clients. So yeah, you know, super awesome from an L&D and OD perspective. I think one of the great things about choosing a vendor when it comes to whether it is a cognitive assessment. So we'll start by just calling them that. But whether it's like a predictive assessment that says this person is likely to behave this way or with Hogan, where it really digs in and it talks about different traits within their personalities, which then allude to what possible behaviors may come from that person. One of the great things about finding someone who is both open-minded and argumentative when it comes to delivering those It's one of the things that I've seen companies struggle with is they have some sort of entry assessment, a cognitive assessment, if you will. It becomes the be-all, end-all. Like we're going to put a red or a green on it as a result of that before we even bother to look at your resume or talk to you in person. And so by working with an organization like Real Talent, we help you to understand how to effectively apply these to help someone develop help them build a career, help make sure you're putting them in the right roles. Someone who thrives behind the scenes may have lower interpersonal scores, but if you're hiring them, 
to be technical and behind the scenes, that's what you're looking for. So with all of these, you can't go red light, green light. You have to go, what is this telling me? And so um, getting someone who truly understands how and where to apply them is incredibly useful. And, you know, I'm pretty sure I've taken every assessment free or not, just because it's interesting to learn what your answers may or may not say about you. Sometimes I agree with them. Sometimes I say that is not me. (laughs) And subtly, they really are you. They usually are. I'm the same. I think we were at the Rachel Hollis item and she does, I'm going to butcher it, Enneagrams or something like that, where you have a number assigned to you. So... I like quickly came home and found like a free option there because I just needed to know what my number was and what the hell she was talking about. So constantly doing all of those quizzes to make sure I know who I am and how to relate to other people. What else, Michelle? Anything else we're offering? I feel like we're just doing so much. We are doing so much. I feel like we have a lot going on, really. Yeah, super exciting. For sure. So I think, you know, we've kind of just talked a little bit about everything. I mean, Michelle and I are rapidly working through a bunch of stuff. We're obviously going through business stuff as well as client stuff, as well as what we're doing in our own personal day-to-day lives. So a lot's going on, lots kicking off. You know, obviously, if you need any assistance with anything, feel free to give us a call. But we just want to spend some time, just create a relatable moment again, where you guys know what we're working on, what we do, and uh, you know what's keeping us busy and motivated. So, you know, this year is really going to be packed with a lot of adjustments. We're going to continue assessing and monitoring what's going on from an HR perspective across the world, and really help you focus on how to prioritize and reshift your organization as people keep reshifting their priorities. So. Stay tuned for all the tips and tricks and articles on all of that coming up. Until next time, take care, everyone. Bye.